Hello, wherever you're listening to us, I hope you're staying safe and doing well. I'm Hari Arakali and this is today's Tech Briefing. In this program, the most interesting thing about the Atlassian ecosystem is um, given the kind of flexibility their products, Jira, Confluence and other products offer, uh, they have a very vibrant ecosystem. That's after these headlines. Google and Apple will be forced to allow third-party app stores and sideloading of apps if a new bipartisan bill in the US becomes law, CNBC reports. The Open App Markets Act, led by US Senators Marsha Blackburn, Richard Blumenthal and Amy Klobuchar, would break open the business model of both companies' app stores and the structure of their mobile operating systems. The bill targets in part the in-app payment systems for companies that own app stores with more than 50 million users in the US. Under the bill, companies like Apple and Google would not be allowed to force developers to use their billing systems in order to distribute apps on their app stores. They also would be prohibited from keeping developers from communicating with app users about legitimate business offers or from punishing developers for using different pricing terms through another system, according to CNBC. Samsung unveiled its third-generation foldable devices, the Galaxy Z Fold 3 and Galaxy Z Flip 3, at its Galaxy Unpacked event yesterday. The company also announced a couple of smartwatches in the Galaxy Watch 4 series and a pair of true wireless stereo earbuds, the Galaxy Buds 2. Both the Galaxy Z Fold 3 and Galaxy Z Flip 3 get a new aluminium body design with IPX8 rating for water resistance. Samsung recently announced that there will be no Galaxy Note device this time around and Note-like features will be available in other Galaxy devices. The Galaxy Z Fold 3 becomes the company's first foldable device with support for its digital stylus S Pen. The Fold 3 starts at $1800 in the US and the Flip 3 at $1,000. WhatsApp is finally adding the ability to transfer chat history when you switch from iOS to Android, including all voice notes, photos and conversations, The Verge reports. The long-rumored feature was announced during Samsung's launch event yesterday and will initially cover transfers from iOS to Samsung's new Z Fold 3 and Z Flip 3 and other Samsung phones in the coming weeks. Eventually, the feature is expected to be rolled out to cover most devices. A timeline isn't available for now. Separately, WhatsApp is expected to roll out photo editing tools on WhatsApp web. Meanwhile, Instagram has introduced a feature called Limits to help users tackle abuse on the app. As the name suggests, Limits includes the ability for people to limit comments and direct message requests during spikes of increased attention and stronger warnings when people try to post potentially offensive comments. Instagram also announced the global rollout of its Hidden Words feature, which allows people to filter abusive direct message requests. Zoho has announced Canvas for Zoho CRM, a design studio for customer relationship management personalization. Canvas enables businesses to create their own CRM interfaces that are better suited to the role of each employee without IT or developer involvement. It helps simplify complex CRM implementations into streamlined and contextual employee-facing experiences. 
Doxel, a software startup providing computer vision powered predictive analytics to the construction industry, has raised $40 million in Series B financing, bringing its total funding to $56.5 million. The investment was led by New York based private equity and venture capital firm Insight Partners, with participation from existing investors Andreessen Horowitz and Amplo. Doxel will use the money to expand its India workforce and scale its artificial intelligence platform. Stellaris Venture Partners, an early-stage venture capital firm, has announced the closing of its second fund at $225 million. In addition to strong support from existing limited partners, the fund saw participation from several new global institutions. Global institution capital forms more than 80% of the capital base of the second fund. The fund did a first close in April and was fully subscribed within 45 days. Stellaris invested in 19 startups after raising its first fund in 2017, of which several have emerged as market leaders in their categories. From the new fund, Stellaris expects to make 25 to 30 new investments in seed and series A rounds of technology companies. The idea of apps brings to mind stuff that people love on their smartphones. However, there is a whole world of business apps out there that help companies run their operations better, which can be found in marketplaces run by Amazon to Atlassian. And India has many developers churning out such apps for the global market on these app stores. I spoke to Anand Inamdar, co-founder and CEO of Amiboids in Pune, which has 10 apps that allow companies to customize the team collaboration apps from Atlassian. Anand has plans for more. And here's our conversation. Uh, Anand, uh, fantastic to have you with us. Thank you for making time for this podcast. Uh, Amiboids, of course, is doing uh, very interesting work uh, as part of the whole Atlassian ecosystem. Uh, but for uh, people who are not very familiar with uh, Atlassian and the kind of work that you do uh, at Amiboids, uh, mm-hmm. perhaps it would help uh, if you can give us a uh, kind of a brief snapshot of, of what you do. Uh, and, and give us a bit of context of how that ties into uh, the products at Atlassian, and then I'll have some follow-on questions. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, first of all, thanks, Hari, for having me here. I'm, I'm really glad uh, I've got the opportunity to have this conversation. Now, first of all, uh, Amiboids, we are a Pune-based company that are developing apps for the Atlassian marketplace. Now, the most interesting thing about the Atlassian ecosystem is um, given the kind of flexibility their products, Jira, Confluence and other products offer, uh, they have a very vibrant ecosystem that is Atlassian marketplace. There are thousands of apps on the Atlassian marketplace, which are essentially extending the host products such as Jira and Confluence. And that is where Amiboids come into picture. So we have been developing apps for the Atlassian marketplace for the past six plus years now. And these apps at the end of the day are sitting on top of these Jira, Confluence, Bitbucket and different products offered by Atlassian. Hmm. Uh, What are your uh, apps called, your main apps called? Right. So 
Upray Suite is our flagship product. Essentially, we started out with a single app called Upray for employee success. But as uh, we got traction on the marketplace, as the monetization sort of rocketed, we figured out uh, we could invest more in the marketplace, develop more apps, and get more traction. So uh, we then turned that single app Upray for employee success into a suite of apps, and then we also have a few other. apps that automate your day to day tasks so as as part of appraise suite we have appraise for employee success which is essentially focused on okrs and employee performance management within the context of jira then we have appraise for employee garrison which is again within the context of jira the core hr activities and then we have appraise people which is combining all of the employee performance management features with the core hr feature so if you are if you are starting out in jira if you majority of your team is already utilizing jira for your software development activities then you don't need to utilize an external tool third party tool for uh, let's say your human resources management goal setting and feedback related stuff you can just utilize appraise people right within the context of jira itself so these are the appraise apps and then we have a bunch of others as well so one of the uh, other apps that is automated release notes it's again a small ticket product but high volume it it's um, it's growing very rapidly it's gaining traction very rapidly it already has more than uh, 1400 installs across the world and the core feature of automated release notes as you may, you may have guessed by now is automate automating the release notes process that's quite manual majority of the times and tedious for either technical writers or product managers give us a sense of how uh, your apps like appraise uh, extend the uh, capabilities of uh, atlassian's products like jira and confluence right right sure so um if you have played around with jira a little bit you would know anyone any team that's utilizing jira they are going to essentially these individuals which are part of those teams they are going to look at jira at least four or five times in a day because that's their system of records all of the project management related activities all of the day to day tasks are tracked within jira now what we have done is typically what you would see um any continuous feedback or goal setting app these apps that are out there in the market they are essentially isolated apps so if you wanted to give someone feedback you would provide that feedback in that third party tool which is not directly linked with your jira which is system of records or day to day tasks are tracked but what we did was we essentially brought in that integration so that for example instead of saying thank you to someone in a vacuum you can essentially link that thank you to a specific task that that individual helped you on right so that is adding context to that conversation and it goes both ways it's not only about giving positive feedback that is within the context but more importantly providing the constructive feedback providing the relevant coaching to these individuals who are working within the context of jira again 
when you provide feedback let's imagine that a manager is providing constructive feedback or rather negative feedback to an individual if that feedback is given in a vacuum without relevant context it it can harm more than it can help right so rather what the managers ideally should be doing is they should be explaining the situation explaining the context in which that feedback is coming from so appraise lets you connect that day to day tasks day to day activities with the feedback that's one part even the goal setting part becomes really interesting when it comes to integration with jira typically you would notice and when it comes to software development teams majority of the times it happens is at the beginning of the year at the beginning of the quarter the goals are set but post that the goals are not even looked at unless it is time for annual appraisals so we wanted to do away with that practice we wanted people to be aware of their ongoing goals and really in the spirit of adopting agility you need to look at your ongoing goals your ongoing objectives and ensure that they are still taking you in the right direction if not you have to course correct midway and change the direction so that's how when you have these objectives and key results within jira that are connected to your day to day tasks you are essentially saying by doing this task that i am doing right now this is how i am going to help the team achieve so and so objective and then that in turn this is how it is helping the organization achieve xyz objective hmm. tell us about uh, the ecosystem of partners that atlassian has companies like amiboids uh, in india how well developed is it um i mean in terms of uh, number of partners there are two types of partners in the atlassian ecosystem one are solution partners who are essentially uh, you know customizing the solutions reselling the atlassian solutions to the end users to the customers and then there are marketplace partners such as amiboids marketplace partners are the companies or are the teams that are essentially creating those apps in the marketplace they are not involved in any reselling activity or customization of base product activities within india itself we have got a bunch of uh, both so there are i think two to three marketplace partners and then there are four five uh, solution partners as well solution partners are there in pune mumbai bangalore and as far as marketplace partners are concerned i think some of the solution partners are also developing apps for the marketplace but as far as india is concerned uh, i think amiboids is the only platinum marketplace partner on atlassian hmm uh, they have a, a growing r and d center in bangalore do you collaborate with them as well uh not directly Uh, in fact atlassian i think uh, they started the bangalore office just like one year ago or something on those lines i think in the mid of midst of the pandemic itself uh, we don't directly um, coordinate or work with the bangalore facility but we uh, being a platinum marketplace partner we do have certain privileges as compared to other marketplace partners wherein we we get a technical partner manager from atlassian side 
the technical partner manager that is assigned to us sits in Amsterdam in the Amsterdam office. But uh, they are essentially our way into the Atlassian's ecosystem. We we get to talk to them. They tell us about what's coming, how how if there are any challenges that we as marketplace partners are facing and so on. So they are essentially our advocates within the company, within the Atlassian team. Tell us a bit more about uh, uh, your own uh, work as an entrepreneur and how how did you uh, get to start or how did you become interested in uh, building apps for Atlassian? Sure, absolutely. It, it, it definitely has been an amazing journey, so I want to share it with you. So while before I started this with my co-founders, um, I worked at an MNC for about one and a half years. Then I switched to a small startup, worked there for again one and a half years. Now, during all that period, initially I was in quality assurance, but then very quickly I moved into product management space. Now, while working there, I came across a bunch of uh, different problems that these teams were facing. Again, being a part of software development team itself definitely helped me gain the relevant perspective. Whenever any challenges, whenever any problems we faced, I was there providing one way or the other some kind of a solution. Right. So I always had different ideas around how can we bypass these problems that our software development teams are facing. And that is where the idea of um, starting up something started to grow. You know, like I said, I had a bunch of different ideas that, that could be essentially turned into solutions. So what we did was um, now again, in the last company that I worked, it was already using Jira and Confluence. So I had a fair amount of uh, idea about the Atlassian ecosystem. But once we decided to do something on our own, we didn't really come out with the plan that we are going to build for the Atlassian marketplace. That's the most interesting thing about it, right? What we wanted to do was we wanted to build something that's sustainable. We did not want to take any external funding. Idea was to build something that's sustainable, profitable on its own. So the first thing that we did was we built out a small app on the Atlassian marketplace. It was just a small idea. And rather than building something that's not a very niche market where you would want to, you'd have to spend more resources, we thought it would be better to get some experience on building these smaller apps. Let's see if the ideas resonate with any of the end users. If they do, then we can invest more and build up the activity further. And as soon as we launched, launched the minimal, minimum viable product for appraise for employee success within the Atlassian marketplace, almost within a week's time, we received very positive feedback. And again, that was solely on the MVP. We did not have any sophisticated features that the app has today. Right. It was very basic product. But the great thing about the ecosystem is within a week, we received very positive feedback. The end user was a chief operating officer at a large organization. Right, You can imagine the feedback when it is coming from someone that senior. It's definitely going to give you a shot in the arm. And that is when we decided to move into full-time development of Atlassian apps. Yeah, give, give us a sense of... Uh... Uh, where you're you're finding your customers are they predominantly in the US uh, because Atlas sends biggest markets in the US uh, where are your uh, top customers 
Right. So, like you said, Atlassian's biggest market is definitely US, and that's that's the case for majority of the software development products as well. So, same goes for us as well. US is one of the biggest markets, but at the same time, Germany and UK are also equally important in terms of the growth that we are seeing for our apps. So Europe is also gaining traction. Uh, Germany, UK, followed by Ukraine and a few other European countries. Mm. And how is India developing as a market uh, for Atlassian's products and in general for these kinds of uh, SaaS products? Now they are shifting to entirely to the cloud. Right. Um, from from my experience, what we have seen is India is still a very much price sensitive market, especially when you are having your offerings in US dollars. It is going to be a bit of a challenge to gain adoption for the SaaS products within India, and that majorly applies to small and upcoming companies that are there within Bangalore and Pune and Hyderabad, the major startup hubs. Having said that, we have also seen some of the experienced organizations adopting these tools because at the end of the day, these are the companies that have realized that in order to improve their efficiency, improve the quality of their delivery, they have to utilize the collaboration products. Collaboration is definitely a cornerstone for majority of the experienced customers. And a trend that we have seen is as the teams grow, as you grow beyond 25, 30, you tend to realize the importance of these collaboration tools and the adoption tends to grow at that level. But beyond uh, below that number, uh, we, we still see a very price sensitive market in India. Mm. Over the last six years, uh, uh, what is the uh, team strength that you have grown into? And uh, can you talk about uh, uh, your next big uh, plans, uh, whether it is funding or your product development? Sure, sure. So uh, when we started, we were there were three of us. I was there along with my two co-founders. We gradually have grown into a team of 22 today. We already have about five, six open positions. So we are investing heavily in the Atlassian marketplace. We have big plans. We are not only focusing on the existing set of products, we are also innovating by coming out with a bunch of other products. As of today, the number of products that are there on the marketplace developed by Amiboids stands at 10 and that is continuing to grow. We are building these small but very niche oriented apps for Jira, for Confluence, for Jira service management. And the plan is to continue to grow in this direction. Already the Atlassian ecosystem is getting larger and larger day by day. In fact, just last year, there is, you know, this very interesting thing about the Atlassian marketplace. The Atlassian marketplace by itself had a revenue of or rather sales of $400 million in the last fiscal year. And that's coming from Atlassian itself. Right now, $400 million. Just imagine this. These, this is the marketplace. We are not even talk, talking about their main products. If the marketplace is going so well, definitely there are a lot of opportunities that are coming along. Atlassian has already turned the page. They are already focusing on moving to the cloud products, which gives SaaS developers such as Amiboids 
an extraordinary insight into how to develop new apps how to improve those apps based on the customer interaction so in the ongoing year itself we are planning to release a couple of more apps now that we are platinum marketplace partner we are also focusing heavily on investing into customer outreach programs into marketing programs so that people are aware of different solutions that are possible with the use of our apps the automations the improvements in efficiency the improvements in collaboration these three to four things are going to be focused of all of our apps that we are going to develop in the next one or two years Okay, excellent. Uh, interesting conversation, Anand. Uh, thank you again for making time for this. We hope to keep the conversation going. Awesome. Thank you very much, Hari. Um, it was great to be here. That was Anand Inamdar. That's it for this briefing. You can find all our podcasts on ForbesIndia.com and on your favorite podcast apps. I'm Hari Arakli. Thank you for listening.